coming from a blended family growing up, my mom went through, I watched my mom go through four different marriages mm -hmm. and I just had no idea what an actual marriage looked like. Thank you for joining us for the Blended Kingdom Families podcast. This podcast is for blended families, the people who love them, and anyone who just wants to improve their marriage and family relationships. BKF exists to break the cycle of divorce, equip marriages, and unite blended families with the truth of God's Word. It is our hope that today you will receive biblical guidance and practical resources that will bring unity and peace to create your thriving, healthy home. Let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome to the BKF Podcast. We are so excited you're here with us today. If you haven't already, take an opportunity, like, share, comment, subscribe. If you happen to be listening on Audible, just know that the full video format, live video, in person, is available on our YouTube channel. You can go and subscribe and get alerted every single week when a new podcast drops. But today, Dylan and Mia Mathis, it is great to have you with us today. Thank yes. you. Yes, thank it's you for so having fun. us. Yeah, you guys, we're just so honored and blessed that y'all are here and just can't wait to dive in and talk all things marriage. But first, I want to introduce you guys to our audience. So you guys, a little bit about Dylan and Mia. So I'm going to start with Mia. She is a stay-at-home mama, and they have one sweet little boy, Winston, and another on the way. Yeah. We're so excited for them. She is also the owner on Mia Boutique. And then Dylan, he comes from a blended family. We actually grew up in the same town, which is small world, small, world. Yeah. small, small world. Um, but he's also the Global Connect Group and Youth Adult Director at Faith Church in St. Louis, Missouri. Together, they have been married for four years, mm. licensed ministers through the Fellowship of Ministries and Churches through Christ for the Nations here in the DFW area. Mm -hmm. Parents of son Winston and expecting another in May of 2022. So you guys, we're just, yeah. again, welcome and so glad that you're here. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. For yeah. having us. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's unique, and I love the fact that we do share so many commonalities in our roots. Uh, and today we're going to talk about a lot of different things, marriage and being newly married and all kinds of fun stuff. But before we do, I want to give you an opportunity to tell anything else you want to know about yourselves to the audience, what you guys do, what your, you know, your hobbies are, anything like that. Definitely. Like you said, we're... We live in St. Louis, Missouri right now. We're West Texas people living mm. up in the trees right now. So it's a whole <laughs> different thing. It's a whole different yeah. avenue for sure. Uh, we were talking earlier about how the food's a lot differently. They're yeah. real big into Italian food in yeah. the St. Louis area, which is awesome because I love pizza, yeah. but it makes the hot sauce terrible. <laughs> so we're real big hot sauce people yeah. for sure. Love it. Um, I keep talking about food because man, we're foodies. We love to yeah. eat. Yes. Every time we get a chance to go out and have a family day, that's, that's our first thing on the menu. Yeah is going to find a menu for sure. Yeah. Aww, I love yeah. that. That's well, so and, and we had so a uh, great opportunity to talk before mm -hmm. the podcast, and, and we're going to dive into something what I think is, you know, every one of our audience members, you know, being a blended family, uh, we love marriage, and so we're going to talk a lot about marriage today, uh, but specifically kind of that new version of marriage, kind of mm -hmm. coming into marriage. Maybe that first couple of years. Maybe you got married really young. I know that's, that was y'all's case. Y'all got mm -hmm. married really young, or maybe you're just getting married and you're, you're experiencing some of the pitfalls and experiencing some of the challenges that you never knew existed. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was 36 when I got married. 37, technically. 37. <laughs> so the first thing I got when I got married is the, the, the automatic correction. <laughs> Anytime I'm wrong, I get corrected. Um, but at 36, I got married, and there were just a lot of things that I just didn't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, things that I just didn't prepare for. So what I want to talk about first is what was... Y'all's first couple of years of marriage, what, what did you guys learn? What did you guys 
determined that maybe you should do better? You know, just kind of what the experience was for you. Definitely. Like you said, we got married young. We were 20 and there was a lot of people around us were like, are you sure? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, are you, is this what you really want at this age? Mm. And coming from a blended family growing up, my mom went through, I watched my mom go through four different marriages yeah. and mm. I just had no idea what an actual marriage looked like. It was like mm. when the heart got going, yeah. everyone got going. Yeah. And Mia, on the other hand, her parents have been married one time and then they've yeah. been married for over 30 years now. Wow. Mm -hmm. So awesome. she had a whole different avenue of what marriage looked like. So jumping in at an early age, um, for me, it was like, I really have no idea what I'm doing. I'm drawing here without the outlines, really. Yeah. But uh, we really definitely try to get good people in our life. And we were able to cling on to you know, her parents and ask mm -hmm. them hard questions. Like, hey, yeah. how, do you, how do you walk through this? How do you do this? Yeah. But a lot of it comes back to prayer, too. Because mm. when I was in Bible school, I used to always pray all the time. God, when I find that woman or whatever, help me to find a woman whose parents have already done it before us. Because mm. I want that lineage to fall down into our life because mm -hmm. in my generations, it never worked. Mm -hmm. yeah. Even in my grandparents, didn't work. In yeah. their grandparents, it didn't work. I mean, going back and going back and going back. Mm -hmm. So I wanted that lineage to fall at least out of her lineage into our kids to where, mm -hmm. yeah. hey, we can do this. We can yeah. do this as a family. We can do this with God. Yeah, he's always telling me, you know, I'm so thankful for your family because that was definitely one of his big prayers. And I think another thing is because we came from such different cultures even mm. and just different upbringings, it took us a while to get like established with me being around his family, mm. him being around my family. Yes. Sometimes he would like excuse himself from the room when we were having like big gatherings because he was so overwhelmed by just yeah. all the chatter and the everything that was going on. So, and same with him, like I... I thought his parents didn't like me for a little bit because we would like sit there in the living room and nobody was talking. And it was yeah. kind of like they mostly enjoy just being together. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, so that took a, a while for us to get accustomed to. We really had to kind of lift each other up in those areas. And he's like, no, this is just how they are. And I had to mm. kind of support him in those areas. Like, no, this is just how they are. This is yeah. how our culture is. It's okay. Definitely. So that was definitely something that was a little challenging that we had to kind of work mm -hmm. through. And what was really funny was in the very first week of us being married, um, we came back from a honeymoon and everything. Her parents were over at her house at our apartment like every night. And I had to tell me, I was like, hey, they don't have to be here every night. Like, you, live, <laughs> you live with me now. And she would just call her dad. She'd be like, we just went to Target. Hey, we got all these Target gift cards at our wedding. I need you to come hang this up. And I'm like, I'm right here. That I, is, I, I that's my job now. I, I can do that. Yeah. That is I mean, so funny. I am such a big daddy's girl, so it, it took me a while to be like, yes, I can lean on him. I can depend on him, you know, so. It may be a little crooked, but I'll get it yeah. fixed, man. <laughs> I love that. Well, I mean, and I think, you know, and, you know, getting married. So, and like you said, depending on your parents a lot and, you know, yeah. go, going from that season of life into, you know, married and yeah. now you have a spouse and it's, you know, independence to now we're one together and, you know, trying to figure that out. And I love that you talked about the differences in families because Dylan, uh, I came from a blended family also generations of divorce. And so, um, mm. I totally get that. And Scott, so even though he is part of a blended family, he was the hours kid, but his parents had been married 
for what, 28 years, almost 30 yeah. years, a long, long time. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was like trying to get used to the different things. And then us talking about the, um, breaking the generational curses. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I love that you, that was something that you prayed about Dylan, because there were certain things that I prayed about for my husband. And mm-hmm. I think it's so cool, just God's faithfulness, yeah. you yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. um, that he will bring that to you in a spouse. And so I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> The, the amount of, I'm trying to get the words that I want here, because they, they are really, really important. When you break generational cycles of, 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 of history, and when you start putting God's hand on the future generations, yeah. um, you have literally broke chains. You yeah. have changed, in, in essence, you have changed the world. Yeah. I mean, you have changed everything about what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, That's good. And... And the fact that you prayed about that and the fact that God brought you a spouse and the fact that you are intentionally moving your marriage in a path mm-hmm. that says, this is where this stops. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that we share that kindred spirit, you know, Vanessa and I, uh, just looking at the next generation, looking at their generation, yeah. our children's children. Legacy. And going, hey, we want to make sure that we imprint uh, that God's love is on our marriage and yeah. that we're going to handle that correctly. So. Whether you have just gotten married or maybe you've been married a little bit, uh, you can't understate uh, the importance yeah, of that. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. So um, I want to also talk about, because you guys are in ministry, mm-hmm. and, um, and, and, and ministry can be done in a lot of different ways. So I, I don't want to uh, you know, enable the audience to be like, oh, I don't work in ministry, so I'm not gonna, I, don't, I don't need to listen to the answer here. Yeah. Ministry is what you do for God. That's yeah. right. Um, and working together as a team. But again, it can also cause some friction in your marriage. Definitely. It can put some strain on your marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having little kids can yeah. also cause yeah. that. So I just want to talk about what have you guys done intentionally for your marriage to kind of insulate, protect, mm-hmm. uh, and, okay. and ensure that it continues to move forward intact. Definitely. And to set the stage a little bit, when we first got married and uh, we jumped right into ministry at the same time and we became youth pastors. Wow. And um, that first six months, year, we really just didn't understand how to not bring home to work and work to home because mm. it was just our life. I yeah. mean, we especially with ministry because it's just, I mean, it never stops. Yeah. yeah. People want to call you at three in the morning, like, I Definitely. got this issue. And it's like, you have to have those boundaries. Yeah. Um, with the ministry life, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So mm-hmm. there was times where, um, like she said, there would be students that would call us or can we go do this? Or would you come and watch me at my game? Would yeah. you do this? I'm like, this is my only day of the week off. Yeah. I got to be able to not only recoup myself, yeah. but I got I to gotta pour into my wife as well. I got to spend yeah. time with her because if not, if this isn't going to work, yeah. then of course mine, me and your relationship is going to work either. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, so I always have to make sure that this, you know, our relationship is number one because yeah. I'm never going to be able to, um, just like when people say you got to have your relationship with God first, relationship with your wife second, mm-hmm. but then as well as my relationship can't be good with anyone else in the world if yeah. I don't got this one right. Yeah. Yeah. And Ooh. I think something that we were taught, I think in Bible school, one of our professors one time said, you know, we're always sure to tell Winston, you know, when Dylan is going to work and not necessarily we're going to church, mm. we're always telling Winston, like, daddy's got to go to work instead of daddy's got to go to church. Mm, So that way he Mm. doesn't kind of get that kind of resentfulness that he may build up. That's like, man, dad's always at church. And then we're always at church. Why do we got to be at church so much? So making that like nice um, distinction between church and work Mm -hmm. because throughout the week, um, Mm -hmm. in reality, like that is what he does for an occupation. That's he goes to work. But um, 
but we do ministry as a family together. So we want to make sure mm. that he knows kind of the differences between those two things. Yeah, I Absolutely. think that's really wise, you know, and you said boundaries and yeah. that is, you, uh, yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, and boundaries <laughs> are biblical. I think people yeah. can, um, you know, um, overlook that, but no, I think that's very good. And I think, especially when you first get married, I know for us, like we wanted to do a lot with friends mm-hmm. and young friends that were getting married. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, we were constantly going and going and going. And then finally we got to a season where we hit burnout Yeah. and we were like, okay, now we, we had to start just just quit going in our flesh and what we wanted to do. But it was really like, Lord, what do you want us to lay down in this season? What do you want us to pick up in this season? Yeah. What are we supposed to be doing right now? Um, Are these, you know, are there certain friendships that we need to be engaging in or not? And so um, I love that you said that because I think so many people overlook that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's. Well, one of the biggest, I mean, I've been a marriage counselor for a long time, long time. And I've met with a lot of married couples. And one of the hardest things that, that they have to learn is when they, become married, their life changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with that, sometimes comes friend changes mm-hmm. yeah. and comes strong boundaries with parents. Yeah. Uh, there's just a separation that needs to happen where you start building a life mm-hmm. and you start moving beyond where you were before yeah. because God has put you together. He has created a new union. Yeah. He has created a new connection uh, for you. So I think a lot of couples, especially in those early ages, have a hard time separating, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and you, you talked about your parents and yeah. kind of that boundary, but also the friends and things like Definitely. that. Yeah. Did you guys run into that as well? Definitely. You want to tell that story of I, your friends? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. that, I'm like, what? Now I remember. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think when we first got married, it was very like shocking and almost a disappointment to my friends um, Mm. that I kind of grew up with. They were like, what are you doing? Like, you're not going to be able to hang out with us all the time, you know, do what you want. And it was like difficult to hear. I was like, why aren't y'all supporting me? Like, Mm. this is what I feel is right. And I feel like the Lord, you know, has ordained this and they just didn't get it. They didn't Mm. understand. And so there definitely had to be a separation between myself and them. And then I think even moving to St. Louis now a little bit further along, when we were talking about me, depending on my parents and family and stuff, I think that it's honestly been a blessing because we've talked about it just recently. We have grown to just depend mm. and lean on each other like mm-hmm. like we never have before, honestly, because we really don't. I mean, we have our church mm-hmm. family and their blessing, but as far as close-knit family that we can like, here, here's Winston, here, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can you do this? Can you come pick us up? Or just random things that we would normally have we now have to just completely lean on each other and depend on each Mm. other. And, you know, we went through um, a miscarriage in April and that, I mean, even things like that, it's like, we really just have to Mm. be there for each other. And whether or not like the separation is intentional or like, you know, God's like, you're going to move here and be separated. Mm -hmm. um, It's a blessing to be able to learn how to um, have that separation from either family or friends. Um, because it really does, it pushes your yeah. your relationship closer to each other and even closer to God. We just really have dug deep and have leaned really um, just solely on Him in order Definitely. to like yeah. be good for each other and of course separately and then of course for Winston as well. And what I've learned out of that is that 
what I've learned, you know, about God in this season really is that whatever he takes away, he's going to replace with something better for yeah. sure. Or it's going to fulfill us as mm. well. Because mm-hmm. there was when we left, you know, all of our family, like we said in Texas, we went to Missouri. We we're like, well, God, if if we're going to lose our family, we've got we to gotta gain a family somewhere. Yeah. Mm. And we really gained, you know, some really good friends mm-hmm. that we can count on. Even when she said we went through a miscarriage, we were like, hey, you know, mm. s- someone's got to be able to watch Winston while we're at the hospital during this yeah. COVID mm-hmm. time because it was only us two to be able yeah. to be in there and we had some good friends that were able to take care yeah. of us. Yeah, it's really been a blessing and just in awe, honestly, of just God's goodness and how he's put people in our lives to, you know, fulfill that family mm. aspect that you need. And it's just been amazing, honestly. Well, and I, I think a lot, and I think when you look at it on the other side of the fence, you're like, oh, how great was that? Yeah. But a lot of times on the front side, you're like, why is, this, why, why do I not have any people around me? <laughs> Definitely. Why am I? Why am I hanging out with this person all the time? And I mean, yeah. But I think that God prepares that path for us. Yeah. You know, it's almost like He's going to give us what we need. Mm-hmm. May not be what we want at yeah. that particular moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you may, you know, especially if you're watching this and you're maybe you're in new in your marriage and you're like, you know, I feel uncomfortable. You know, we're not called to be comfortable all the time. Yeah. yeah. No. And you know, and marriage is not something that you walk into and go. Oh, I just I know how to do this 100%. I'm yeah. capable capable of doing this. It's going to be great. A lot of times it is a painful transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's something you have to be uncomfortable with, but God has given you that ability yeah, to for sure. and um, and he's putting you in a position to bond with your spouse. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and the you know the two things you said Dylan, you said, you know, God first and then your spouse and we're so we talk about that and teach on that so much, mm-hmm. but I think I think being newly married, like when you do those two things, mm-hmm. it just, it's, there's something about coming to the presence of God together with your spouse, because that right there is where we're equipped. It's where we're made yeah. stronger. It's where we have power. Yeah. And so I think anyone who's watching who is in that new you know, season, whether you're blending or not. I know we have a lot of people who watch who are not even in a blended family um, or you're about to and you're newly married, you know, just really being intentional with that time, one with the Lord, but getting to know your spouse and spending time together. And Mm -hmm. like you said, just leaning in on each other in hard times. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And having kids makes it even easier, right? <laughs> yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we 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 got married, and had three kids like right away. So well, in case yeah. you don't know, guys, they have a boy, we have boys, and yeah. you know, boys are that's yeah. just there's a whole they're, different yeah. thing. <laughs> um, the the last thing I want to touch on, and and again, just because we we're so passionate about that here at BKF, is talking about breaking generational cycles mm-hmm. of divorce and coming. You know, again, our stories are are very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Dylan, I wanted to talk to you specifically about, you know, when you really looked into your marriage and you said, I know where, I know where my history is. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't turn away from that. Yeah. But what did you do, the intentionality and in your focus of setting up your new family so that that cycle would be broken? Definitely. When I first got saved, um, when I was about 16 years old, I was blessed to, you know, get saved into a Bible-believing church. And my pastor actually started speaking on that from the stage on a Sunday when I was, you know, in high school. And I just caught it because it spoke to me. It, it, you know, it meant a lot to me because I'd always wanted a good family. I always wanted to be a good dad and a good father in the future because of what my past had looked like. And I 100% believe that no matter what your past,
past looks like. You know, it doesn't disqualify mm. you because God doesn't look at your past and, mm -hmm. you know, call you by your past, calls you by, you know, the cross. So he yeah. wants to pull you out of that. So I knew God had something better for me no matter what my past looked like. Yeah. Yeah. So going forward, like I said, when I was praying for a wife, I was like, God, let me have that lineage from her side of the family at least yeah. so that I, we can pass that down and we can learn in that I could also, when I have questions, I could go to like my mm. father-in-law. Yeah. I could go to good godly men in the church and be like, hey, how'd you... How are you making it 30 years? You know, but definitely you just got to pray about it. You always got to yeah. pray on it and yeah. you got to speak the word over your marriage. You got to speak the word over your future family. Mm. When I look at Winston, I know that in the future, not just now that I'm going to love him deeply. I'm going to show him how to be a good father from, mm. even though I didn't see that growing up mm. and through that, I know that um, God's going to be able to use me to be a good lineage into him because something can be started new. Yeah. Yeah. Just because something may have been bad mm -hmm. with God, all things get created new when you give your life to him. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. that's so good. I love that. That, yeah. And I, I just resonate so much with your story as well. And I think what's interesting is I, I don't know my biological father. So I never really understood, and again, the whole, like, what is, yeah. what, what is marriage? What, what <laughs> yeah. is a healthy marriage? Like, yeah. what, what is that? Uh, my mom was married three different times. And, um, but, uh, I always knew I was going to have boys and with a husband and what's, what's so awesome is that God has just redeemed all of that. And exactly what you were talking about, Dylan, like I see what father, like what a father is through Scott and how he does that with our boys, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? And then like having all sons who just like, mommy, you're so pretty. I love you, you know, and just yeah. loving on you and having that, just that male, just like that love. And, you know, even though we didn't grow up with it, you know, he, he's just so amazing that he can redeem that in mm -hmm. our lives, whether that's through our children or with our new spouse, mm -hmm. you know? And so I love that, that you shared that because I don't, I don't know why that just brought that just revelation. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, and, and this is probably, I don't know if this was supposed to get as deep as it was today, but, uh, <laughs> but when we talk about generationals, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the generations that are impacted by our decisions, mm -hmm. I mean, that is what we do. That Definitely. is what God's called us to do. Yeah. And I think as a, as a dad to a dad, we know that. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And as, uh, as moms, I mean, you guys are doing great jobs. But when you come as a father and you're like, this is the generational legacy that I'm going to leave, mm -hmm. there's such a weight that comes with that. Mm -hmm. uh, and God has so put his hand over it and said, you can do it. Yeah. Um, so I just, if you're listening to this, and, and I want to encourage you, uh, whether you're a, a biological mom, a stepmom, a stepdad, a biological mm -hmm. dad, uh, just know that one, the corner can turn right now. Definitely. Uh, yeah. It takes nothing but a decision. Um, and generations will be impacted. Definitely. Um, so I'm excited that we at least got into that. I think it was. I think it's where the Holy Spirit wanted to go. So yeah. <laughs> not apologizing for. Yay. All right. So we're going to to the to the end of our podcast. Yeah. Uh, we always have a couple questions we ask. Number one is, uh, and maybe both of you guys can speak to this in terms of advice. But if you had a blended family or a, a couple that was newly married in front of you, uh, and they're resonating with some of the things that we're talking about today, mm -hmm. what encouragement would you give them? Definitely. Uh, one thing that I would say is that um, genuine love always creates radical change within people. And a lot of times um, when I look back at my childhood and my mom's situation, I remember after she got married three times and divorced three times, she told me and my sister, you know, I'm never going to marry again. Mm -hmm. And I could tell that she felt, you know, just down and out, like she was not worthy to be loved, but anybody is worthy to be loved because mm -hmm. he loves mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And 
just that genuine love that can come in can radically change anybody when you have the Holy Spirit within inside of you. So when you're going into being getting married or you're coming into a married where you're blending together, um, just go in genuine because you don't need to have this face of this is who I love, this is who I should be to make this mm. work because nobody really knows yeah. what, how it works until you're actually in the mud, in the grind together yeah. doing it. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think something that, you know, has helped me and I think us as a couple is just being in agreement when it comes to literally anything, yeah. uh, you know, like being in agreement in prayer. I know it says in the Bible, like where when two people on earth are in, are in agreement and they ask for something, you know, they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what better two people to ask for something than mm-hmm. people that are in covenant mm-hmm. with yeah. each other? And so that's something that has really helped us and shaped our marriages. Like when we are believing for something, believing for somebody, we come together and we pray for that thing or we come in agreement um, over, you know, those scriptures, those promises, um, those truths that are in the Mm. Bible together. So yeah, there's many a time um, I'll come home from work or whatever. And she had been reading the word or whatever. She's like, you read this. She's like, God's been speaking to me. Here you go. You know, like we're going to come into agreement. We're going to come into agreement on this right here. It makes a difference. You know, when you are like-minded with your spouse, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're better together. Period. Mm. So good. I love that. I, you know, it's funny as I will always, um, Scott and I are night and day, and I don't know if you guys are like that, but we are. It's funny how, you know, God does that, but I will always say, like, okay, Lord, I'm going to need you to confirm it through Scott. And he's like the last part. I'm like, (laughs) he's going to be the one that would not, but then it's, it's just so amazing because he does in the most, Mm. you know, crazy ways. And yeah. it's just awesome. You're and like, I'm just oh like, God, <laughs> I prayed that you would give me the answer. And you just did. That's so awesome. I love it. Yeah. I'm going to pray tonight that you and I decided to, to uh, eat the same thing. <laughs> like, you know, have you ever been in that, you know, in yeah. agreement? Like, I want to get something to eat. Like, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, you know, it's kind of like, no, I've God can not. only do so much. Yeah. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Last question we always ask, uh, mm-hmm. blended kingdom families, the name of our ministry. Uh, what is a blended kingdom family to you? To me, when I think of a blended kingdom family, really, I just see, you know, I think of heaven, you know, as a whole. Yeah. We're all going to be in heaven together. And we're all going to be one family together yeah. in heaven. And always, I heard it from a pastor one time. It's, it's going to look like a big Sunday up there. That's why we you know, go to church on a Sunday because there's just a bunch of different, there's going to be a bunch of different things in there. It's going to make a good product at the end. And yeah, awesome. a blended kingdom family to me just makes me think of, you know, how Jesus doesn't just love, you know, this certain type of people, this type of church, but he loves all of us, Mm -hmm. you know? So it doesn't matter what you look like, what your background is, you know, if you're like-minded within Christ, you know, you can come Mm -hmm. together and you can create a beautiful family and a beautiful Mm -hmm. future for sure. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, love love that. Well, you guys, we want our audience to be able to find you guys and just mm. see yeah. all of your, um, we love following you guys. And um, and I think, Mia, somebody had pulled a question and they wanted to know about your boutique. So we're going to have that coming out <laughs> to you guys. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but tell our audience where they can find you guys, socials, anything. Definitely. So on social media, my Instagram handle is just Dylan Mathis, D-I-L-L-O-N-M-A-T-H-E-S. I have Everyone spells Dylan wrong and everyone spells my last name. <laughs> so this is that way. And my wife's is Mia Mathis and her uh, boutique is Mia Boutique. Yeah, M-O. M-O. So. M-O. Love that. Yay. 
Love it. Awesome, yeah. you guys. Well, again, thank you so much for just coming in here today, just sharing your heart and your wisdom yeah. um, and just your love for the Lord and for marriage and families. We just appreciate you guys so much and we just bless y'all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, so you for much. having us. Yes, we awesome. really enjoyed our time with you guys. Awesome. Welcome. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in with us today. Again, if you haven't already, take an opportunity to subscribe. We will alert you every single time a new podcast drops. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. Be blessed in all that you do today. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, so glad you were here with us today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And you can find more resources from Blended Kingdom Families at blendedkingdomfamilies.com. Join us again next time as we hang out with more amazing podcast guests. And remember, nothing will be impossible with God.